Second down, out of the shotgun, play action. Cousins on a deep drop. Here's a deep shot to Stephon Diggs, and it's caught to the 20, 15, 10, get down! 75-yard strike, Cousins, Diggs, 23-20. It's time for X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now, from the TCO Studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. Hey, what's going on? X's and O's with Mike Zimmer is on the air, courtesy of the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Minnesota Vikings have won four consecutive take on the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. And uh, now we are happy to be joined, as we are weekly, by Minnesota Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. Uh, you, uh, you beat Washington on Thursday, and you have Kansas City in a few days. So did you get any decompression time? At Zimmer Ridge Ranch, spent a little bit of time. Yes, had uh, had some nice fires. Uh, got in the hunting blind a little bit. Yeah, it's good. Were you able to decompress? Yeah, it was good. Um, now, when you uh, when you head to Zimmer Ridge Ranch or wherever, and you get a little uh, decompression time, did you uh, perchance draw up any uh, cool defensive <laughs> plays, like any any new plays on cocktail napkins or whatever? Well, really what I did was look at uh, some of the things that we were doing and um, trying to figure out if there's a better way than, than we're doing them right now and if there's some other uh, areas that we can improve on. So it's uh, it's also kind of a little mini self-scouting time, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, now, uh, what do you overall through eight, how do you feel about the defense? Um, you know, for the most part, we've played pretty well. Uh, you know, there's obviously some areas we need to improve on. And, you know, each week uh, all these offenses are trying to attack you in different ways. And so they'll find a, a snag here or there, and then you have to you have to put that fire out. But uh, overall, uh, you know, I like, like the attitude of them, uh, the way they're playing, uh, you know, uh, Play, you know, in a lot of the situational football things, we're playing really well. What about the overall team? I mean, you you have a first-year offensive coordinator. A lot of the staff there is new, a rookie center, new left guard, new right guard, the whole thing. Uh, six and two, you won four in a row. The running game, obviously, is upper echelon in the NFL. Quarterback's been playing really well. Overall, just the overall team, including special teams, how do you feel? Well, I think it's good. I think we, uh, you know, we're maybe the only team in the NFL that is uh, in the top five in both offense and defense. Um, we're pretty healthy at this point in time. Uh, we have a chance to uh, play a lot of content- contenders here in the next uh, eight weeks. And uh, so I think that'll go a long way to uh, proving where we are. With, with special teams, is it is is it possible to change a lot season to season? What I'm getting at is you can have a West Coast offense, power running, vertical passing game, 3-4 defense, 4-3 defense. But with special teams, is, is are can things potentially change a lot season? to season coordinator to coordinator oh yeah quite a bit um you know you, you have the whole off season to to work on those things training camp uh so yeah you have a chance to to uh really do a lot of different things with the uh with the first eight games of the season with corner xavier Rhodes into the final eight with a little decompression time what do you expect from Rhodes? not only beginning against kansas city but the rest of the way well i think he'll play well you know uh you know, like last week, there was a, a uh, they threw a deep 
in cut on him, uh, which he should have had helped by the safety. There, they threw a stop fade uh, for five yards, another one for five yards, and he missed a tackle on a slant that he had covered. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not all panic about it. There's a few things he needs to work on with his technique, which, uh, which we're, we're already started with some of that stuff. Um, and so, uh, you know, I feel good about it. Rhodes has been such a high ender all of his career. I'm, I mean, put him on guys, and that's it. They're just that's out. They're they're down. Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, whomever. So if, if things happen around Xavier that maybe he doesn't want to, or he thinks he could do better, how prideful is he in stuff like that with wanting to get markedly better? Oh, he's very prideful. He came in. We talked uh, this this past week. Um, talked a lot about uh, you know really where he's at, what he needs to continue to do, and you know. And I basically, I told him, I said, you know what, you I thought your technique was excellent last week. There was a couple transition things that we need to work on, and uh, and maybe uh, add a couple change ups for him. Now, corner Holton Hill is eligible to return. What um what will you look for him uh, from him in this week of practice? Well, I, we have to see where he's at. Uh, you know, athletically and uh, understanding the defense and everything. Everything you know, it hasn't. He hasn't been out there, so uh, it, eight weeks of off time is a long time to come out here and, and uh, line up against these uh, NFL wide receivers. Do do defensive fronts specifically like Chicago, which can be high end, and or Washington with with like Matt Ioannidis and, and all those guys? Do they do they at times give your facets of your offensive line trouble? And is that something that you? got to work around well yeah i mean every defense is going to give you some kind of trouble you know they're going to always try and take away something that you do really well um you know i think uh you know lining up over the guards that's what a lot of teams have been trying to do to us but we've had good success against that um you know but uh the more that you can add that along with the play action pass and then spread start spreading them out uh it really helps um, to get them out of a lot of those defenses mike is would you define zimmerball running it 18 times the final eight and a half minutes of a game to seal a game like you did against Washington. I mean, they, they know the run's coming. You did it 18 times in a row for eight and a half minutes and won the game. Yeah, well, that was really nice. But I, but uh, quite honestly, uh, the thing that I like about it is being able to control the game. Uh, you know, we get in situations where um, we can run the football and control a game, play good defense, control a game, um, make them make them start to do things that is unnatural for them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of like what they did the other night. You know, they're trying to make plays, trying to get the run stopped, and they're you know giving up uh, big gashes in the running game. So uh, I think that part of it is. Uh, just being able to uh, uh, show your dominance in those areas. Now you know the uh, back to that Friday press conference following the the Thursday victory, and yeah, I mean you know a thousand times more about football than I'll ever know. But I, I must concede, I was surprised when you when you said the the fourth down call, the one that that you didn't get on the sneak back at the minus forty two, was the quote worst call you've ever made in your career. And it's not like I'm going to lay out what bad calls were. But, I mean, now, several days removed from that, I was just surprised that you looked at it that way. Why did you? Well, you know, it's a seven-point game. Uh, We've got the game fairly under control. Our ball's on our 35 
yard line, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we need to put this team away, and uh, it, it didn't work out. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we, we always want to be aggressive, and we want to do things to be aggressive, but uh, I don't think that was the situation to do that for. Luckily, yeah. luckily the defense bailed me out. Right, yeah, I mean, you, you, you are an aggressive coach. It's the way you coach. That, that's why, at the time, I loved it. Um, Hal Zerv Smith Jr. coming along and is adapting to the NFL at times tough for guys that young? Well, yeah. I mean, each each player's uh, different in how they adapt to the NFL and how fast they can uh, they can catch on to the the speed of the game, the the different things that are going on as far as motions and shifts and def, you know alignments on defense and things like that. But uh, Irv's done a nice job. Um, he's come in every week. Uh, has been a factor in the ball game, making nice catches, uh, being able to line him up in a lot of different spots. I think that's been good for us. And then uh, uh, been pretty decent. And in blocking, he's you know he's got to do a little bit better job on the backside of some of the runs. But other than that, he's he's doing a nice job. How um how do you plan or or what are the roots of planning for Kansas City when not knowing if so many of their best players are going to play? Yeah, well we you know you always prepare for the best and then uh, you have a backup plan for if they don't play. But uh, you know Mahomes is an outstanding football player. Uh, he obviously is is going to be different than Matt Moore. Um, you know Chris Jones is a great football ball player um frank clark is a heck of a football player so there's there's a lot of guys that uh are a little bit unknown that we'll know a little bit more about next week but we can't you know we can't um um take anything for granted we got to go out there and they're it's they're a good football team they got a lot of speed offensively especially they really can run defensively they're a big uh, uh attack style defense with a lot of different kind of pressures mostly zone pressures but all kinds of pressures with uh steve spagnola and uh you know we're gonna have to go out there and play really well to win where does tyreek hill put significant stress on defenses well you know there's so many different things probably more so when he gets in the slot or some of the reverses that he runs um but uh, you know they've they've got a track team over there. They got a lot of guys that are really fast. This Hardman uh, is a, extremely explosive, especially when he gets in the middle of the field. And uh, you know they're number one in the league and run after catch. Uh, so we're going to have to be on our, on point. Thanks for the chat. Good luck. All right, thank you, Mike Zimmer. X's and O's with Mike Zimmer continue shortly on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network continues. Welcome back. And we thank uh, head coach Mike Zimmer, as we do each and every week, for uh, not only reviewing the Washington victory, but getting us ready for the big one this weekend from Arrowhead against the Kansas City Chiefs. And we also remind you to uh, join us for the Friday football feast at Buffalo Wild Wings Blaine. Uh, it's this week, game day specials. Grab a Coors Light, the official beer of drinking beer on Friday mornings. Uh, by the way, also visit the new Vikings Museum and Team Headquarters at Vikings Lakes. Get more information at EganMN.com for complete details. It, um, it's our pleasure to be joined by Brian Perriani, the first-year tight ends coach for the Minnesota Vikings. He's a four-time Super Bowl champion, winning one with San Francisco as a scout and the other three with the Denver Broncos. Uh, coach Perriani, welcome to X's and O's. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Good to see you, man. Uh, what um, what got you into football? Uh, you know, I, I always wanted to be a coach when I was growing up, and uh, 
when I was younger, uh, people would always ask me to come back and coach different teams, basketball, baseball, football, et cetera. And, um, you know, I, I just um, I really enjoyed sports. And uh, I didn't know football would be my passion to get into coaching. But uh, that's where it's led me now. What, uh, what about working with tight ends? I mean, you, you've worked with tight ends so extensively for so many years. It's at this stage, I would imagine it's fair to say it's your lot in life. Yeah, it's been a, uh, you know, obviously that's what I've done throughout my career in the NFL. And it's been a, uh, it's a great position to coach. You know, you got to know a lot of things. Um, you get the chance to coach players, hopefully for a long period of time in the same system. And, um, you know, they prepare like quarterbacks do. You got to know front coverage. You know, you got to know reads. You got to know, uh, communication with tackles, with receivers, with running backs. So it's, uh, it's a hard position to, to, to learn how to play. Yeah. And it's a, it's a fun position to coach. El- eliminate the stable you have here. Mm-hmm. Rudolph, Irv Smith Jr., Tyler Conklin. Through, through your years, whether even as a scout with the Niners or, or your run in, uh, Denver, uh, you were with, uh, with Baltimore and Houston. Who are two or three of the best tight ends you've ever had and why? Um, obviously the two that I've, you know, obviously Shannon Sharp was the best that I've ever had. And, and one of the reasons was he was so versatile catching the ball. Um, but the thing that he actually realized once we got to Denver was that if he started to block in the system that we had and we had a running back named Terrell Davis, obviously things would prosper for him. Yeah. And he became not only was he a Pro Bowl player before that, he became a, a Super Bowl champion uh, twice there. Yeah. And then once in Baltimore with another great running back. But uh, and the second one would be Owen Daniels. Oh yeah, um, he was fast. Yeah, he was fast. Uh, you know, people said he was undersized when he came out. But the thing that was exciting about OD was, it was when we went to Houston and uh, uh, Gary was building the team down there. Uh, he was in our first draft class, and uh, you know we had the privilege of being with him for ten years. And so, as uh, you know, he he really got to see some people come into the system. Yeah, and he got to uh, you know excel. And he had, he ended up having a great career, also. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, very popular player in this market, very philanthropically sound uh, with his wife and his family and everything. I mean, Kyle is a Viking staple. Now he's caught more touchdown passes than any tight end in the history of this team. He has won this year. On the other side of that, having called all of Kyle's games during during his entire career, this is absolutely the most dedicated and engaged. Kyle has been in the running game and maybe the the pass protecting game. What what are some things that led to that with Kyle? You know, I, I think um, uh, the system. You know, when we got here, um, and him him having seen that throughout his career and seeing how uh, not only how productive you can be with the running back that we have here. Obviously, uh, Dalvin Cook's a great player, and what we were going to do zone wise and those kind of things, the change ups that come off that. And he sees and he understands and he knows, because it's already happened this year, that different plays can come off of what we do in the running game. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's definitely a, uh, it's been beneficial for him. And he's definitely bought into what we're doing. And uh, it's exciting, you know, for a, for a, a, a 10 year vet to, to say, hey, I'm going to change what I want to do yeah. as a player. And I want to get my game better and continue to become an overall player. And I appreciate that because, uh, uh, I know he does too because he's put in a lot of work in the off season to 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 improve his uh, skill. And and you know Kevin Stefanski, the offensive coordinator, um, has known him all of his career. Mm-hmm. You know, and there there even though Kyle only has one receiving touchdown, it took place at Ford Field. I do like the approach of quote feeding the kitty end quote because honestly, 
He's we've run more screens with Kyle Rudolph in the first half of this season than I think they did at any point during his career. So, you know, some of them work, some of them don't for whatever the reason, but at least they're feeding the kitty, right? Correct. Correct. And it's a good way to uh uh um you know, to try to, to try to get some plays and, and, and control the ball on first and second down. Yeah. Uh, this is Brian Perriani, the tight ends coach for the Minnesota Vikings. First year here, but he's coached many, many years in the NFL. Four-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, one with the Niners, the other three with the Denver Broncos. Irv Smith Jr., youngest player in the NFL. Uh, he's had some good plays this year, still hasn't gotten into the end zone. Uh, talk about Irv Smith Jr. And not only, Brian, what you like now, but as he grows and develops, what what you think we all will like later? Well, I think the thing you see with Irv is that there's a uh, obviously uh, he came from a great pedigree at Alabama. He was coached hard, and uh, he's got a great skill set. He can run, he can catch, he can, he can do a lot of the things athletically that you want your tight end to do in this offense. Um, the thing you want to see continue to grow is obviously his understanding of professional football, his reps, playing in big games, and doing those kind of things, and. You know, as we go, those are the things, hopefully, as the season goes on that are going to be put on his plate, you know, because we're expecting a lot out of him. And, um, he's responded, you know, as well as can be expected, uh, from that standpoint. He yeah. gets better each and every day. And, um, yeah, I, I think as you grow into your career, there's, there's definitely a, a stability of, of having a great player within the system, um, to, to go, going forward. Um, and it's exciting because, like I said earlier, you know he gets better each and every day when he goes out on the field and now, he shows up on game day. Now, with uh, with, with college playbooks compared to the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, when were you offensive coordinator at Syracuse? Uh, I was two thousand and five. Okay, so so we had that, but the majority of it is high level NFL work. How dramatically different are the playbooks in college football? compared to the NFL, like the complexity here. And what I'm getting at is a rookie like Irv Smith Jr. or anybody grasping the complexity of a National Football League playbook. I think it's uh, uh, it's uh, obviously the volume's a lot greater, you know, and you continue to build as the season goes on and, and those kind of things, which Kevin has done uh, with our offense and is continuing to blossom each and every week. But the things that, uh, you know, he has to continue to do, you know, you got to lock in. You have to, uh, you know, you you have to memorize. You have to understand plays. You know, now as you just under, you can't just understand the plays or the formations. You got to see what's going on defensively, what coverage, what front are they playing, and those kind of things. So that's where a player of, of that, as Irv dives into things and he's learning and and understanding football, which he he understood before he got here, and now all of a sudden he's continuing to learn those things and get reps at it in a game, he's becoming better and obviously he's beginning to help our football team continue to grow and do those things. Do do you or how closely do you work with offensive line coach Rick Dennison, somebody with whom you've coached for many years, when it comes to tight end blocking? And if so, how does that work? Um yeah, there's there's certain periods that we work with with Coach Dennison and, and with Andrew, Coach Yanoko, uh with the tackles in different situations. You know, we're trying to always uh Communication is a huge thing uh, in anything you do uh, in football, and so it's very important that you're communicating on all plays on the front side or the back side because uh, if all 11 of us aren't doing the same thing on every play, then it's not going to be successful. Gary Kubiak, uh, you have won Super Bowls with him and followed him from Denver to Houston to Baltimore, back to Denver, now here. Why do you guys jibe so well? Um, I, you know, I, I think that, uh, uh, he, to me, he's just, a uh, 
he's a great person, you know, and he's he's uh, he's done a lot for my career. He's given me a chance to to grow as a coach, as a person, as a dad, as a father, you know, um, as a husband. So he's not only a head coach, uh, you know, he he's been a great mentor to me and a great friend. And um, you know, it's it's just special to work with people like that. And I've been very fortunate uh, throughout my career to uh, to be able to work with him. So so his son Clint Kubiak, the quarterbacks coach. And you've been with Gary so long. I mean, do you call Clint coach or brother? No, I call. <laughs> <laughs> He's still Coach Kubiak, you know, or Little Kub. Yeah, but uh, and I knew him when he was before he was born. So yeah. uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's really a small world. That's Everything awesome. comes around. Last one, um, Steve Spagnolo, defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs from the super well-respected Jim Johnson tree uh, uh, with uh, Philadelphia. How does Steve and his defense generally shake out for tight ends? Um, you know, they're they're very uh, you know like any coordinator, very aggressive. You know, um, they have good cover people. Uh, their linebackers are physical. You know, and it's it's always going to be a, a big challenge. Um, they play a four-man line, you know, so you're always going to get knocked and you're going get, to get hit by defensive ends and those kind of things. So uh, Spags is a great coach, great friend. You know, he was with us in Baltimore for the year we were there as a secondary coach and uh, uh, definitely respect him, and um, we're looking forward to playing against him in Arrowhead on Sunday. That was great. Uh, welcome to the team. Congratulations on the 6-2 uh, and two start, and, um, and thank you very much for joining the show. That was wonderful. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Brian Perriani, tight ends coach for the Minnesota Vikings, and that concludes X's and O's. Uh, Mike Zimmer's X's and O's. Uh, we thank you very much for listening. I'm Paul Allen on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network.